0: Welcome to Frendo Podcast, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. As a YouTuber, I've shared my life online for the last eight years, and now I'm excited to learn about you. Frendo celebrates people and their stories, from interesting jobs to unique passions and curious life skills that the world should hear about. Community is everything. Let's do this. a woman who changes her hair is about to change her life. Words said by Coco Chanel, or maybe a variation of the words because honestly that quote kind of changes depending on what, uh, what you're looking for online. But I'm here for this. I am a makeover addict. God, I love a good hair change. The hours to yourself the energy of a great salon, the magic of an amazing stylist, and of course, the finished result. All of it is so damn good. Who's with me? I know for some people, changing your hair is kind of terrifying, but I'm here to remind you that hair grows back. So why not have a little fun with it? My guest today is Courtney Bond, a hairstylist of over 20 years, specializing in short hair, but also loves doing all cuts and colors. She's a nine-time award-nominated hairstylist for cuts, platinum color, and haircut videos. I've been using Courtney services since about 2015, 2016. My memory is a bit blurry, but I've had some fun over the years from long hair to short to very short hair from pink, brown, red, blonde, balayage, bangs, you name it, we've done it. Now, in today's episode, we are going to talk all things hair, being a hairstylist in Canada during a pandemic, and some hair trends for 2021. At the end of the episode, Dean and I discuss a few hairy topics and specifically chat about aging and how we feel about gray hair and people rocking their natural hue. Welcome to the podcast, Courtney. Thank you. Finally, I feel like I've been talking about this for how long have I known you? Five years or something like that? Yeah. So like, finally got huh? my invite. Woo woo! <laughs> how long have I had good hair? That's how long I've known Courtney. So Courtney has been cutting my hair for a really long time. And I had found Courtney because when I was living overseas, you know, just different hair texture. Um I sort of just kept growing my hair because when I was getting my hair cut, they just kept cutting it off like way too short, trying to cut out the wave. I thought we'll just leave this when I get back to Canada, I'll sort it out. And I remember this was like Facebook days. This was before you would even like search for people on Instagram. I was good ombre hair, good hair in Waterloo, good, <laughs> and then popped up. So then I found your salon, and is that how we found each other? Or am I screwing I this think up? So.
1: No, that's how I I found you,
0: and then I didn't have connection.
1: Yeah, I didn't have my personal hair um, Instagram yet.
0: No, I know that because we hadn't started talking about how fabulous you were online yet. So that's right. No, (laughs) I came to you, and then through a few haircuts later, we realized there was a bit of a connection with our with Melissa. Right. Right? Yeah. And I think that was actually random. I don't think that I I hadn't been given like as a referral yet cuz I didn't know her.
1: I think I connected
0: you two. Right? Shoot, you did. Damn. See, also <laughs> we're moms so like memories are foggy. Melissa was uh or is another content creator. I don't think she's creating as much anymore but you know, just someone in the industry. Um but anyhow, I started getting my hair cut by you Courtney and then I was like, well, we're sticking this one out because I feel like when you find a good hairstylist, you do not let them go. And we've done lots of different things. So if you've seen those photos, you guys, you know, Um, but one thing I definitely love about what you do is like, you're kind of like a hair nerd. Like, you know, you just, you get into the science of it with the colors and you've become quite the I was gonna say leader and I would, you know, in Canada, especially on online and in creating these amazing pixie haircuts and awards and nominations and all of these things. So let's just start there for a second. How did you start getting all of these nominations? And what are some of these things that you've been, you know, put up for?
1: How it started was when I started my hair Instagram was 2017. And I just started posting like whatever I did that I liked take pictures, post it, and then notice that what was getting a lot of likes and comments and everything was pixie cuts, which I only had like two pixie cut clients back then. And then so I would start getting more people coming to me for pixie cuts, because they saw the like three that I posted on my Instagram, that just kind of snowballed and I had more to post. So then I posted them had more people come in for pixies. And that's how I developed the skill. So it was kind of like, it wasn't like, I want to do pixies. I want to specialize in them. It w- it just happened that way and um, ended up be- being really obsessed with short hair. And it's not, I think there's not a lot of short hair pixie cut specialists around. So that's how it kind of just took off from there.
0: And having had a pixie haircut with you, and I know you had short hair there in between the years, like when you get a short haircut, it's, you don't just let anybody do that. Like they have to know how to cut short hair. and be, especially you're going back every like four to six weeks, you know, because it grows so quick and you want to keep it fresh. So I totally get that. Like when you see someone that's Able to do this, like you said, a pixie specialist. I mean, you're going to be all up in that person's business trying to get an appointment. So tell me a little bit about how I want to toot your your horn a little bit here. So, like, you've had some nominations for your work. How did that come about? Yeah, I'm like
1: the Susan Lucci, (laughs) (laughs) only nominations. (laughs) So, between two award shows, the License to Create Awards and then the One Shot Awards, I've had nine nominations which are they're like best pixie precision cut haircut video haircut transformation platinum and then this year so far I've had four top 100s in the one shot awards which they like do the top 100 and think they narrow it down to 25 and that's pixie precision cut haircut video i mean
0: this is kind yeah. of a big deal like for non-hair stylists you know they might not know what we're talking about but i think what's so nice is like in industries like yours creative you know type of world to have an opportunity to be recognized for your work is pretty special right like yeah Usually around this time of year, we head off to our own separate conferences, which is so fun because you're mingling with other people in your industry. You know, you're celebrating people's work and what they can do. And so to have that type of nomination is a big deal. Like winning award is special, but I mean, even just to be nominated is pretty is pretty awesome. I'm curious with those, um, with those opportunities, is it's predominantly US-based or is this a Canadian thing?
1: Like worldwide, like the One Shot Awards is like, There's so many entries from all over the world. And then, you know, you could look at like one category. I think the platinum category had like 33,000 entries or something like that.
2: It's huge.
1: Especially because people enter it by posting their um, work and then hashtagging it. So it's really, you don't have to like pay an entry fee or like do some editorial shoot or something. Which is nice because then, like, all of my content that I've put for, that I've not put up to enter into these, it's all on real clients and it's all literally hair appointments. It's not like I've set it up and hired a model, and a photographer and all that. It's That's exactly what my client got is what you see in the picture, which is kind of cool because I don't, I'm not one of those that, like, lives for, like, the editorial and you know get my work in salon magazine like
0: I, all i care about is like
1: how my so the
0: door absolutely and it shows true talent because it's not like a pay-to-play type of situation it is raw talent being submitted and the fact that i mean that is just even more so i didn't even know that wow like out of thirty-three thousand entries girl that's a, that's incredible no wonder you can't get an appointment with courtney jeez um <laughs> that's not the reason
1: you can't get one
0: now <laughs> yes let's bring us to right now this is a time I mean you said you were nominated this year 2021 for a few things And I'm thinking like oh that's awesome but like wait how long were you actually even open this year to be cutting hair I, I worked for
1: one month in 2020
0: <laughs> I know I've had one haircut so I snuck in there when there was an opportunity yeah. thank god got lucky I did. Well, I know for a fact, I sort of was like anticipating that we would never be let free. So I was like, we going back to dark because there's no way that I'm (laughs) dealing with this at home. I had like four different hair colors there for a while. So we were done with that. We're just back to brown because it's easy to manage. But I am one of those people like, and maybe it's because my mom did this growing up. Like she would be with a hairstylist and just follow them wherever they would go she would rarely do her hair at home unless we were having a hard year or something, but it was just like, we just, you find a hairstylist and it's a wonderful opportunity for like self care. And I definitely look at it like that. Like, here. I mean, I have you when I was living in Vancouver, I had one hairstylist. She was pretty awesome. Actually. She lit, she, where I lived in this condo, her salon was right in like the main floor of the building. So I would just like, boop, 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 walk down the stairs and there was the salon. It was awesome. Um, but you know, you feel like this commitment to a good person who gets to know your hair and you'll have this like hair journey. And then there's this other side where you also have, you know, a lovely friendship and you talk about stuff and they know so much about your life. So I'm curious, um, how do you, I don't even think I put this in there for our little questions, but you know, how do you find that with your clients? Like, do you find that some days you go in and you're like, all right, I'm ready to like, listen to everybody's life stories. Or do you find that you're you're pretty aware of your boundaries with certain clients. Like, how do you navigate that?
1: I think sometimes it's kind of like a stereotype that like you go to the hair salon and it's all like, Hey girl, let me tell you all my drama, which maybe it is like that. But I think uh, because I put like what I'm doing first and I have, I have to concentrate on what I'm doing. Like I know a lot of other stylists, they, they can do it with their eyes closed, but I have to really concentrate. So I think I kind of maybe unintentionally have a bit of a boundary as far as like how far we can take conversations or like how deep we can go and stuff. There's, there's like the stereotype that we're like, we're kind of like therapists, which I am. I don't, I don't like that stereotype because I'm not a therapist. Mm-hmm. And uh if anything, I find myself like treating my clients like they're my therapist sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like this <laughs> I have you here stuck in my chair. Tell me what you think about this. <laughs> yeah. It happens. But I mean, it's also I think it's pretty organic how things happen, you know, like I'm just myself and I think my clients come in and they're themselves. So
0: I mean, I've had, I'm I'm thinking back on experiences where you come in and sometimes I'm like really low and tired and it's just been, a, it's been a busy season and I'm like, I just need to be refreshed and you leave feeling so nice and it's, you know, I'm always trying to tell friends or even my audience, like that time that you take to spend on yourself, getting your hair done is so lovely. Like if you have an opportunity to chat with your stylist, that's great. Sometimes even just quietly sitting there, you know, it's kind of like, if you get a massage, sometimes you feel like being chatty, sometimes you don't. And you're like, but that time you spend on yourself is amazing. Like when I have friends tell me they haven't been to get their hair cut in over a year, I literally like what? Like, okay, now it's not fair because it's a pandemic, but (laughs) in normal times, I'm just like, why, why wouldn't you do that? You know, I know there's always like the financial aspect of it, but if you have an opportunity, I mean, it's just such a wonderful way to treat yourself. Right. And you know, playing with different hairstyles, like I'm curious, do you find that, um, people come in and they trust you and they're like, okay, I need to do something with my hair you're the expert, give me guidance or do a lot of people come in with photos? Like what is what is kind of the way people are doing it these days when they want to change their hair up?
1: It's a combination. I think most of the time people come in with photos, 95% of the time. Sometimes people will come in and they'll say like, what do you think? What do you think I should do? And I dig that when I know the client um, and I can suggest like a little tweak or something and then try to sense whether they want like a huge change if it's somebody I don't know and they're like if you could do anything on my hair what would you do I'm like I have zero opinion (laughs) because I don't know you." pressure right yeah like I don't even know what I would do on my own hair (laughs) I I don't know you yet give
0: me some guidance here you know but you know you're right it is like this give and take relationship because I know for a while I mean at some point I always go blonde. So then we, we do like a blonde thing. Um, but I know that like you will talk with me and you know that I'm not that I'm not going to come back every four weeks for like a touch up. You know, I I have like other things happening. So how can we make it kind of as it grows out that it's going to look okay with my dark roots and like, and really like working with me to know what's going to work rather than going like, let's say this platinum route, that's going to look harsh in like four weeks and maybe I don't have the time to maintain it. Or, I mean, we even had like a hard water situation with my hair. Remember that? It kept going yellow. And we yeah. were like, what the? And then I moved and it improved because a new house, uh, sure. different pipes. Right. But like, yeah, it really is this, like, once you get to know, I guess it's like anything, once you get to know someone, you trust them a bit, you know, a little bit more about them. Right. All right. Shifting back to the pandemic. I'm curious what it like, what has it been like for you in this past year? I know we kind of like laughed, you've only worked one month, but like, that must be tricky. How has it been?
1: It just seems like a blur. It seems like when I think back to even just like last summer when we were back to work, I'm like, what, what, what even happened? What, how did like six months that we were back to work just seems like it was like a movie that played out or something. So that's really weird. But I definitely find for myself, it's more stressful to come out of lockdown than to go into lockdown because it's each time it's like going back to a totally different job. Because then especially the first time, it's like so I'm a hairstylist, but I'm also a professional disinfector. (laughs) Like more, like more so than usual. Like if somebody touches something, like wash it right away, you know? Also, because we weren't sure when we went back the first time, we weren't sure how it was going to be with clients and how much we would have to, like, manage them keeping their mask on or what do we do if somebody coughs or are we allowed to do this? Um, Can we get in trouble for, like, you know, taking our mask off in the back room or stuff like that? That was really stressful. But I feel like each time we go into and out of lockdown, it's
0: a lot easier. So now I'm just, a pro. you're just, you just got it. I know it's, well, I remember it must've been in the summer. It was probably, you know, because I work from home and also I'm not doing any of the groceries. Like we sort of did the online pickup thing. And so essentially I was going nowhere unless it was the pharmacy up the street, which I would spend maybe 10 minutes in with a mask on. So coming to the salon was like the first time I'd worn a mask for any length of time. And I was just like, like, I remember there was a few times I was like, hold it together. Like, like the panic of wearing a mask for, I mean, sometimes a hair appointment could be three hours, you know, and you're like, Oh my God, like, how am I going to do this? You know? Um, but those places like salons, you know, I'm thinking uh, there's a small gym local to me. I mean, they're so clean. Like even when I, when I would sit down, I'm like, don't touch the counter because I don't want to have to clean it. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's, it's intense. And, um, you know, aside from people just walking around with bad hair for the last few months, it's it's just hard. I mean, I have a partner who's been impacted by job loss or furlough because of this. I mean, his job will be there when everything goes back, just like yours, but it does a number on your head to be out of your line of work, especially when it's such like you're such a physical type of work. You can't do your job online.
1: Like I get it. Like I know there's a lot of hairstylists and personal service workers that are like you can't say we're not essential, but it's like we're like face to face with people all day. And it's like numerous people and it's people for like long periods of time as well. So and it's like it's not something like going to the dentist. <laughs> it's hair. So uh-huh. it's like I I do I lean more towards that side but i also get the like well yeah people need to work and get an income right and so there's that too small business and all that but i do get like i know there's a lot of this is getting more specific but i know there's a lot of people that have said that they think doug Ford has personal vendetta for personal service workers (laughs) and wants to take us down which i'm like dude we're like Face to face with client. I've had any time I've ever gotten sick ever, it's been from work. at
0: work. I mean, you know, it's not about this in this episode, but vaccines. I mean, and Dean's oh, yeah. the same. You're sitting in a plane with recycled air for a very long time, and your co-pilot is like, you could smell his breath from where you're sitting. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's it's like, yeah, there is that safety element. I mean, that's something I didn't even really think about. You bring up a great point. Like, did you feel nervous upon any of the going back to work type of thing during this time? Did you feel nervous about that?
1: Um, yes. I, mostly, I would say, like, not so much nervous about getting COVID. But just like the, we're, like, we're all a little bit messed up now. I don't know how everybody's going to, like, take all the precautions. And how do we enforce it if we have to, And you know, like I, I went back and I'm like, I'm a little bit twisted. I'm, I assume everybody else is too. So there's, there's that aspect too. And of course, when we went back from the first lockdown, the only conversation was about the pandemic, which it came naturally, but then, you know, a few months later I was like, this is getting
0: a bit, like there's no escape from it, because to you, you might be the first person that your client has seen, right? Where meanwhile, mm-hmm. you've had 45 first, so you're having 45 COVID conversations, which can be a little overwhelming, right? Like you're trying to think yeah. outside of the chaos, totally. Yeah, well, we got
1: to a point in, um, in the fall when numbers were kind of went down, before they went up again, people were doing stuff, and I, I remember telling a coworker. Oh my gosh, we're talking about other things. <laughs> like we're not just talking about the pandemic. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was awesome for a few months
0: and then we shut down. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. I mean, like you, I agree with the fact that like I mean, this is an illness we're trying to that spreads by person to person contact. So naturally, if you're in the personal care kind of world, I mean, yeah, you're going to have to pause until things get back to normal, but I do like good hair. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh,
0: it's been rough. Also I've become a hairstylist. I'm not, I have a little couple nicks on my hands. I'm like, Oh, at least <coughs> I'm not cutting my clients. I'm cutting my own hands with scissors, which my dad appreciates better than his ears. Um, but there's been some learning. Uh, I've watched a lot of haircut, you, you know, YouTube videos and I refuse to just do like, I've cut Esme's hair. I feel like it's actually easier to cut just like a simple trim on a woman's long hair. It's not that yeah. bad. Just like straight across the bottom. Yeah. You measure and there's a couple little layers in the front. Okay, I got this. But cutting short hair, no wonder you're getting, you know, awards and nominations for these pixie cuts because just trying to cut a man's hair, that isn't a buzz cut. Like I'm not into a buzz cut. You know what I mean?
1: Well, you've, you've probably now done more men's haircuts than I have.
0: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't do barbering i do lady fades but i don't do barbering
0: it's scary to go like you know you and i have done this on my hair at one point we do it so short in the back it was like real short um i I, first of all let's just let's just put this out in the open i'm not even using a proper uh clipper it's like a pet clipper (laughs) (laughs) It's for animals. Uh, so it doesn't even go that short. I, I like, I don't have the number one. I'm like, sorry guys. I refuse to go. I mean, I've done a couple oopsies and Jack had a little strip up the back. I was like, it'll grow back in. You're fine. Um, but you know, you want people feel nice when their hair looks nice and presentable. And so I was like, all right, I'm willing to learn to fix these men's hair in my family. So I got the dad, I got the husband, I got the son. So tell me, what are, what are your thoughts on some of these DIY haircuts? Like Should people be messing around with their own hair? Like,
1: have you seen some scary
0: things? Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen what I did to my hair over the past year? You've had some fun. Lots of colors.
1: Yeah. Let's just be glad that all my breakage is in the back and you can't see it. (laughs) You know, we got bored. I mean, you basically have to consider what you're going to do. Like, say you're going to cut your own hair. Just think forward to like, if you really jack it up, are you okay with cutting it, having it cut really short? Or having to wait a long time for it to grow out? Or if you're coloring, are you okay with paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get fixed when we reopen? Are you okay with your hair melting off and having to get a very short haircut? And a lot of people are. I mean, I am. When I bleached out my hair, I was like, if I end up with a buzz cut, then I end up with a buzz cut. But you just have to, like, weigh the risk. And (laughs) you truly, especially with color, you truly don't know how it's going to turn out. Especially when you go and buy something from Sally's or a box (sighs) off the shelf. But, you know, YOLO. (laughs)
0: I agree. And I think too, like, I mean, I've messaged you a few times. I'm like, uh, what if I use this thing? You're like, it's fine. It'll wash out, you know, like the color shampoos at one point I did like a pink rinse. And, um, but I think it's true. It's like, think ahead, but also know that like color is a bit of a science. So if you have X color and you're putting Y color in your hair, it might not, the chemical reaction might not entirely work out in your favor, you know? So like Esme's hair, we recently did a little blonde money piece and, um, And I was like, okay, I'm willing to do this because I can handle screwing up two tiny pieces, you know? And like, (laughs) Courtney will, I'm sure, help me. I was so stressed out doing that though. Like messing with blonde is scary and bleach, like.
1: Okay, but I'll tell you why I thought about this. For her, her hair, especially in that area is virgin and you're not having to worry about lightening through dark and you're not having to worry about overlapping where it's already light. So that's why it worked out if you had done the exact same thing on your hair you would have had orange no you would have had very light and then you would have had orange and then it would have melted off the end oh god so it's always like well you never know, really know
0: which way it's gonna go it's time for bangs wonderful <laughs> No joke. Yeah, no. For my own hair, like you said, because it's been treated and it's dark right now, but as it starts to fade, you can see where it was once blonde and where, you know, the brown is growing back in the natural color. Like, you're not going to put blonde on this treat, treated part at the bottom. Like, it's damaged, you know, it's and it needs a trim. So it's like, mm But, oh, God, dealing with a nine-year-old wanting to up her style game during a pandemic has been an experience. Um curious, like you've obviously done some color to Esme's hair. Do you find that I didn't think about this initially, but do you find that parents are letting their kids experiment a little bit more with their hair? or Is that still a little taboo?
1: No, I think they are. I think, I don't think it's even so much a matter of like whether parents would like let their kids have some pink in their hair. I think it's more like the question is more if they want to bother investing in that kind of expense. Um, because typically kids are not maintaining it or even brushing it or <laughs> you know it, it's definitely um I mean it's more common now and it's more common with like everybody and not just kids I think a lot of people are getting more like YOLO about
0: their hair and I think that there's a part of people that are like you know, when it comes to this professional element of hair, um, you know, there was a time where you couldn't have colorful hair and be a professional person in a workplace. Right. And Mm -hmm. now we're realizing, no, like curly hair, colored hair, you do what you want with your hair. It's just another extension of your self-expression, you know, and how you want to dress and how you make it work with your look. Like we're not really judging people as much on that. Although, It was interesting. I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day who's, you know, she's a a black woman, a woman of color. And I said, I'm playing around with this curly hair thing. Like I'm realizing I have wavy hair, but I said, I actually had this thought where I was about to shoot a campaign. And I said, oh, I better go straighten my hair. And I was like, that's the weirdest thought. Like this odd thing in my brain that was like, to be professional, your hair must be this way. I was like, that's weird. You know, like, I have you ever, thought about that side of hair and that professional element?
1: Um, I definitely think about how much we do our hair, all of our appearance for other people, which is ridiculous because it's like they don't care. <laughs> They're seeing us. They might be like, "Hey, nice sweater," or like, "I like your bangs," but they they really don't care and we put so much effort into it and like, "How am I going to look the most attractive to other people?" But really what we should be doing is like, if you're at home and you've decorated your room, you've done it so that you can look at it and it brings you happiness and you enjoy. But we should be doing the same thing with our appearance and our hair. I, I got to that point like recently where I'm like, nobody's attracted to me anyway. <laughs>
0: Let's just color my hair blue. Let's just go all in. <laughs> Listen, it's hard to get a date when you're stuck in your house during a pandemic, okay? (laughs) (laughs) There is so much to that, what you just said, though. It's so true. Like, it's on, you know, on one hand, like social media has made it where we want to be loved by everybody. We need all the likes and everything. But then on the other hand too, it's like shown us that you can be beautiful in so many different ways and have so many different colors and styles and cuts. And I mean, I'm sure you get messages like this all the time, but all people message me saying, Oh, you know, I would love to dye my hair this color, or you change your hair so much. Like, how are you so brave? I'm like brave. Like, it's just... <laughs> You just change it back. You can, it grows. You cut it. I said to my daughter, I was like, you never know. I might chop it all off in a matter of months. Can't be trusted with my hair. You know, like I love to totally have fun so with so it. be so mad at you.
1: <gasps> I
0: know. Esme is like, um, mom, we finally look similar.
1: <laughs> Aw. I get a lot of messages from people who are like, I love pixie cuts, but I wish I could do one. But my face is too round. It made me think about how, like, where did that come from? Why, why? Do we have to like put an oval face up on a pedestal and say every hairstyle you want your face shape to look like this? But people like round faces, people like long yeah. faces. And particularly, I find I have such a round face and it's very like a big cheeks and everything. I love really flat, long faces. I <laughs> think that's so beautiful because that's like opposite. Right. Um now I think it's gotten to the point if everybody's trying to do these styles that it's like going to make their face look the most
0: oval, it's like so boring. I agree. I saw you post about that like, you know, screw that kind of what's your face shape. I mean, what do you like? How do you like to wear your hair? You know, to me it's like I it, I kind of feel sad a little bit and I touched on this about people not wanting to get no not Making the time to get a haircut or put any effort into that to not that your appearance is everything, but your appearance impacts how you feel about yourself, right? So, like, if you've got hair down to your butt that you kind of don't like, that's taking you a hundred years to do when you do do it and wash it or whatever, is that serving you? You know, like you could have a fun haircut that is more suited to your personality, whatever that is pixie, a bob, I don't know, layered curls, who knows? Um, And it could be so fun and bring out like your actual personality showing up on your head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And if you have
1: really long, if you have hair down to your knees and it's really like damaged and ratchet and does nothing for you, but you like it, keep it. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Keep it. Exactly. I'm curious on the topic of hair trends, any idea like, is this even a thing or hair trends a thing? Um, Anything coming this year that we should know about?
1: I think it's still going to be a lot of, especially for like the younger women, a lot of the really long balayage, beach waves look still happening, curtain bangs, and like anywhere from like actual curtain bangs, like eye level to like face framing, Um, a lot more like shag, um, mullet, and there's even what's called the wolf cut now, which is kind of like that. It's just like a very modern looking like shag mullet. What used to be where we found the trends was Instagram. Now it's TikTok. So definitely a lot of the um, money piece, but like not the balayage money piece, like the big like ginger spice chunk in the front.
0: Yeah. It's like way nineties. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, so there's that. And then a lot more like bright colors because I think people are kind of being like,
0: F it, I'm gonna do what I want. I'm just glad to know you. I'm like, yeah, I'm a celebrity hairstylist, so you can't have her. <laughs> well, maybe you can. You can check her out <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Actually, while we're talking about that, on Instagram, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, it's Courtney Eccentric Hair. So Courtney X C E N T R I C Hair. I will link it and below. Is it the same on TikTok? Yes. Awesome. And she's on YouTube. You can watch those videos there. I mean... Well, thanks for being here today. Thanks for listening, everyone. Welcome, friend.
2: Hey, friendo. What's going on?
0: You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
2: Right on. Yeah. I'm just uh, joining you on this very hot, blustery, overcast, rain sometimes, doesn't rain other times.
0: Pretty humid. Kids
2: eating all times of day, laundry piling up, dishes everywhere, and me smashing sugar bowls on a weekly basis because I'm uncoordinated and just don't care. Is that too much information?
0: Eh, Maybe, but we're here for it. All right. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Hello. So today we are talking all things hair. cheveux.
2: My hair. Grow it. Show it. Get to know it, my hair.
0: Isn't there a song about hair? First thing we're going to start with is, Dean, what is your hair preference for yourself? Do you have like a certain cut you get when you go to the the barber?
2: Well, in my 50s now, I'm just glad I have hair. (laughs) So my preference is to have it (laughs) rather than not have it. But you mean my personal style? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, let's just talk about this for a second. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, like there is that, very thin strata of men that like, you know, when you see those commercials and you're like, damn, that guy really likes hair. Yeah. Like there's this guy on TikTok; He's always giving dating advice. He looks like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know his, his ethnicity, but he, he's got a lot of hair okay. and it's always done like perfectly. And he's like, if you want to succeed with women, blah, 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 blah. And then his girlfriend's in it sometimes. And I'm going, Hey, Hey dude, no, either she's not getting it or you're not getting it, but...
0: What does that have to do with his hair?
2: He's got some serious hair. Like he's got hair that, like, you know, I complain because sometimes, well, I don't have a job now, but when I used to get up at like 3 in the morning and be like, geez, get in the car by 4.15 and... I don't do my hair. I just like, I take a shower, ba 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 ba. As I'm going out the door, if I glance in the mirror mm-hmm. and I need product... I either a put product in my hair or b don't put a product in my hair because I can't find it or I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, in the winter you can wet your hand with snow and just <laughs> bada make it. Bing, bada yeah, so that gives you an idea of what I think of my hair. Mm-hmm. So what I like, I like short hair. Yep. And especially now we've been doing lots of exercise, Peloton, mm-hmm. various other tons, and uh, <laughs> no. and
0: I'm your barber at the moment. I am. Yeah,
2: you cut some wicked hair. So anyway, I like it short. How you do it in the back because. You know, when you get all sweaty, you yeah. don't want all this stuff. Like, I can't imagine people with really long hair. Like mine. Like yours. And nice it's just sweater. like, yeah, know. you it's know. still
0: damp right now. Yeah. That's where dry shampoo comes in. But here's what I'll tell you. For men's hair, I mean, what do I care? But I don't really enjoy the buzz cut. I mean, I think buzz cuts are okay when you're like six. But even then, I just think hair is such an expression of your style your personal flair like you know how much i love the good hair makeover a change every now and then i probably had like 20 different hairstyles since i've known you
2: you're talking about my hair or your hair just hair in general yeah because i have never had a makeover
0: <laughs> point is yeah i like people to have a little bit of style with the cheveux they have on their like plate. men or women both Men, women, non binary people. I just think hair is so fun. Now, I also think, now I say I didn't like the buzz cut, but then again, I've seen some, you know, I've seen some women just shave their head and have like a colorful buzz cut, like a bleach blonde or pink or something cute. Yeah. So even then, I put my foot in my mouth saying I don't like the buzz cut. I I quite, I quite, I
2: think that's really nice. Like when, when women have, you know, all women have that thing about their face, it's just, the ratios—I don't know what it is—it attracts, but it's like the the—I don't know if it's a golden ratio, but whatever. Whenever they do like pixie type short, so if, to answer your question, I like the pixie shortcut action, mm-hmm. and especially when the woman's has like a very structured face. Mm-hmm. I didn't say beautiful, blah blah blah, but very structured, little cheekbone action, some chin going on.
0: <laughs> Basically, they have a face. It looks
2: great, <laughs> and I also like the hair. Like I like the long straight type of hair, mm-hmm. but it has. I find that you know it probably takes a lot to keep that type of hair. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot because, of
0: people think that short yeah. hair is so much work. Mm-hmm. It is not. Is the complete opposite. No, I'm talking about long hair. Like constantly wearing your hair in a in a mom bun, you know, on the top of your head. All right, it's convenient. But it doesn't do anything for your look. You know what I mean? Like I love switching it up. And I guess. We're well, just I don't see excited. many people.
2: I'm the one that goes outside the house and forages for groceries. <laughs> I'm the forager. Yes. Um, I don't see many women out there with mumbans. Bu- mum is that what we call them? Mumbans. Yeah. Top knots kind of thing. Top knots. Yeah. I see dudes out there with top knots. And I'm like, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, Alphonse. <laughs> don't Alphonse no the judgment. yoga teacher. No I'm not judgment. judging, but I'm just like. Wasn't that like a little bit of two thousand ten going on there? Maybe move it along.
0: As long as they also have a beard, you know. I mean, no. You know the what? Look.
2: The beard's got to go.
0: Says <laughs> the man with a stash. Okay, oh, I do stash. have a.
2: I don't see. I don't pay attention to it.
0: Look at that. There is a new trend now where women are starting to embrace the fact that their hair changes color. That, oh, they, really? that they turn gray. So to me, it seems like men have been allowed by society to have gray hair forever and ever but all of a sudden women women are starting to do it i follow a few people on instagram who've let their hair go gray what do you
2: mean that society i don't understand what you're talking about
0: i think that women are expected to constantly keep grays away like all the commercials for hair color like how many women do you know who have full-on gray hair
2: a few not many
0: like none i don't know i don't, i know very few
2: but what are you saying like the people that are are changing their hair color because of their age or something
0: right so well it's
2: natural to want to look a certain way and that doesn't change from when you're younger and you're like i want to be remember ombre mm-hmm. and then you know everybody went blonde and everybody went short and then everybody went bangs died but nothing else and then blah 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 and then there was the purple tinge and then there's trends and trends and trends so i mean the gray hair just happens to be a natural thing where people are turning gray, so they keep it. I don't have a problem with it. I, you know, if you're watching like as a man going gray, if you want to talk about society type stuff, you're automatically put into the category of old man with most people, like an aged man. And I think, you know, that's been around for a lot longer than, than, I think that's more of a a thing that's happened with men than women. I don't know. But, you know, you saw the Grecian formula and all these hair dyes and stuff like that. Like, I think men get to that certain point in time where there definitely is a stigma attached to it. And now with women, you know, maybe you didn't notice as much, but people are just keeping their own natural look. I'm fine with it. I think it's fine. But then again, if I, you know, if I was out in the market for women, or for a mate, I shouldn't say women, because people see different genders, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want what you want. You know what I mean? Because
0: if you, it's interesting, the topic, because, yes, I think both genders, all genders, because this includes non-binary people, but, you know, they have been told that they need to keep, to stay young Like you said, if you have gray hair, you're considered aged older. So, to stay looking young and relevant and cute and all these things, dye your hair so that you look a little younger. But you're right. You know, you being a man in your 50s, like with gray hair, that means, let's say you were dating someone your own age, she would also likely have gray hair. And it's interesting that, like, I only know of three women in my life who are allowing their hair to go gray and are embracing it and are confident about it and just like this is who i am you know right um i just it's just a really interesting topic because for me i don't have a lot of gray hair i only have like one or two and i'm very excited about them because it's just i don't know it's kind of it's like the next phase right but i don't know how i'd feel about if i was coming in gray like full-on would i feel the pressure to dye it? to continue to look young. It's a really interesting. I don't know. It's
2: hard. It's hard to know, but I'll give you some advice. Um, you know, if depending on what you want, uh, if you don't attract that, uh, if, if your mate you're with doesn't like what you're doing, there's a few dating apps that uh, you can just go on. And, this is true. you know, for instance, like there's, you know, you're gray and, and I want you or something like that. There's, I'm going to, I'm not going to make an app,
0: Silver Fox City, Silver fo-
2: Gray Lovers, <laughs> Silver. Like, I laugh, but really, Silver Love. I oh, la- Silver Love, that's a great one. There
0: you go. We're making dating it app up, for people with gray hair. See, I personally find it very attractive. Like the the grayer, the grayer you get, and hey, because hey, of your. Tell olive me something skin, I don't know. Okay. I find it very attractive. Have I can't you- even fight you off. Oh God!
2: Like I'm just no. I'm just,
0: Have you ever felt the pressure to? Like, dye your hair dark because I don't know if I've ever known you. No. I think you did it once. No, you know what? I did once. What?
2: Oh, now that we're admitting to the world, or the 15 people that watch this listen to this podcast, uh-huh. and we know all the know cats? their names. I think there's only 15 people that even hear this. Oh my god, go! And, and like, three of them are famous, probably. And they're like, mm. you know what? These people have something. <laughs> um, when we first met, I was like, someone had mentioned. Because I was just going gray on the sides, just like, and I was like, oh. And I knew this one dude that had an, uh, another pilot that had like really gray hair. And they used to call him the Silver Fox. And I kind of went, nope, I don't want to, you know, whether he got struck by lightning, whether he has like a gene that, you know, makes his hair silver at the age he was at, because it was quite young. Yeah. Uh, whether he, got, he saw a ghost, we don't know. But the whole thing is, is that I didn't want that. I was like, and someone had said to me, oh, look at the gray hair. So I went to the drugstore and I asked the lady, I said, is there something I can like, I don't want to take the gray away, but can I rinse it? And she goes, oh yeah, there's lots of those. Can I show you some? And she went through and she goes, oh yeah, your base color is like this. And I would do this. Well, what you don't realize when you look at someone's hair just like someone who has a little bit of plastic surgery and you can always tell right because there's these little tiny uh details that you're just like oh like very very subtle changes in color and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing so i put this rinse in and it just looked like i was a lego person (laughs) like you know the lego hair it was just all one color and it was like bonk (laughs) and when you see when you take away those subtleties of vision from someone's skin or hair people notice they're like and the very thing is even worse than people saying oh you're going gray because i was in the cockpit people come up or or flight attendants come up or or, when you ask for a coffee or something and they'd be like oh did you dye your hair and you're like (laughs) and then of course there's that dude right there and you're like no you're like oh shit Meanwhile, i should have just left it so moral of the story to answer all your questions from here on out just be yourself and do what you like and and be natural and it'll be all, all good or unless go, you're go to a unless hair you're bouncing salon. in the club then you totally gotta like no you don't or yeah just go you do to a hair salon. when i go bouncing in the club <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a it's not even a phrase i'm just pulling shit out of, That's just for a hot second. I just thought...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to teach Dean some lingo. It's not going well.
2: I don't Um, even care anymore.
0: The cool thing, coming back to what I was saying at the start about style, is that hair is an extension of your personality. If you want it to be, like you can have some fun with it. It grows. You can change the color if you want. If you don't like being gray, color it. Have some fun with it. Find yourself a great hairstylist and like go wild, you know? In fact... I have a haircut coming up next week. You do? I do. And Esme really, really wants me to keep it long. Um, I'm not exactly sure why. She thinks it looks really nice. But I'm tempted to go a little shorter.
2: You know what I kind of see you as right now? What? Like I can see, look at that. You're giving me the the side eye with her head tilted. I better, whenever you say stuff like that, you better have the right answer. Let's see. Let's see. Or you're going to get a kick in the... go. I can see you because you're working out. Yes. You are looking great. Your 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 body's changing. You're just I mean not like it changed that much, but you just you can tell that you're on the fitness. I know. You know, I'm feeling
0: like I could bench a car.
2: You know what? I we should could. we should go bench a car later. <laughs> so, you're looking good. So, why don't you change up for something like I envision you with a short haircut. I know. And I envision you. I remember when you were a blondie. Mm. Oh my God, you were such a knockout when, when that face... Well, you're always a knockout, but when that face is framed by some short hair, I know. maybe even get... You know, a light pink hair or something. I know. Do so what, what are we waiting around for? Like, and you what? know
0: what? For all those listening, my everybody that loves me in my life, except for Esme, everybody loves me with short hair. My dad loves me with short hair. My mom. My mom the other day she was like, Amanda, I heard you're going for a haircut, and have you looked at Shirley's new hair? And la la la. Like,
2: I think you should get a short haircut and, and donate your hair.
0: And eh, it's been treated. Can't. And you have to have like. There's a whole system with that, but that is nice that people. Oh, do okay. that. I my sister in law does it, so that's awesome. Oh,
2: I didn't know that good.
0: Anyway, you and I could talk about hair. Who knew? For <sighs> as long as we could. So tune in next week for the vlog because you'll get to see the little hair update situation, I think. If not, Instagram, you'll see it there. Any last minute thoughts, Dean?
2: No. And of course, uh, thanks to everybody that supports the Frendo podcast. And don't forget, you can go to hellofrendo.com, and there we have. No merch right now because we're changing the store a little bit, but we have our candles, and we will be releasing the melts, three melts that are coming out at the end of July, and they're going to blow your doors off. Also, uh, let us know if uh, if you would like to support us in other ways. We were thinking about putting a Patreon link. Um, on the site because some people don't like to buy merchandise from us uh, simply because they don't want to pay the postage and the postage is a little crazy so if you feel like supporting us you can uh, go on to hellofrendo.com and purchase a candle uh, stand by for the uh, melts that are coming out and also some more stuff in the fall we got a lot of things going on but in any case whether it's this or patreon Or your well wishes, or whatever you have, we really appreciate you supporting the show.
0: And just like Dean was saying, you know, if you can support monetarily, that's great. But if not, just listening, liking photos, all of that stuff goes a long way. And there will be a small announcement coming soon about the podcast itself because this little baby podcast. Just got signed uh, by a network and it's very exciting. And there's going to be some exciting things coming. Oh my
2: God, that's true. I
0: know, I'm so excited. Wow. So, more to come on that. Nothing will change in terms of the show itself. It's still going to be me and Dean and wonderful guests, but it just means I'm going to have more support, which means if I it
2: want actually to makes secure. money, I'm going to hire a stand in <laughs> for my part. Yes. And then you can just do whatever you want. And his then his
0: name will be like Din.
2: Dan. that's
0: it yeah kind of a version of dean yeah less spicy maybe not as fun though just we'll
2: completely gets along with everybody <laughs> and says nothing no controversial attitude. yeah that's good and got a really deep radio voice because love it yeah
0: love it well thanks for listening guys thanks and, guys uh, thanks dean you're we'll, welcome uh, we'll catch you in the next one bye Frendo podcast is produced and hosted by me amanda muse music on this episode is written by Chris Bevins and Mike Payne, performed and produced by MP Real Glow. If you'd like to help support the growth of Frendo podcast, you can do so by leaving a positive review, sharing the podcast with your friends and community, and supporting the shop at hellofrendo.com. Find us on Instagram at shophellofrendo. And thank you for listening. And remember, be your own bird.